0: It's your boy Carl B with all the rest of the crew. Uh, we got a real good show tonight. We've been talking about doing this for a long time. And uh time, every time we came up with this topic, we always said, man, we gotta prepare for this. I don't know if we're ready. It's gonna take some time, it's to some thought. But we finally got it together. And we got a special guest. We got Dana Johnson joining us. one another one of our Warhouse brothers, um, highly accomplished guitarist, producer, award-winning writer, CEO. Project manager and father, just to name a few of the major accomplishments. Uh, Dan's career began in music, um, well, just a few years after his parents introduced him to the guitar. So, obviously, he had a lifetime um, connection with music. And uh, it became much more than a hobby uh, during his matriculation at Morehouse, um, you know, in Atlanta, Georgia. So you can see, we have the merch out now. We'll get some information about this later at house.info.com. But um, he was part of a world renowned Morehouse College jazz band. Um, and then forced a special relationship with bandmates. Um, series B, the group was born. So, um, again, you know, he's done a variety of things, worked, um, you know, whatever that means the Baptist church um, in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and has had a collaboration. Well, actually, I don't let you pick up from there and kind of give us the rest of it because it's a lot in here and I, I don't want to miss any of the, the highlights. So, pick up from there and kind of give us a little bit of background and give us some,
1: some of your story no i mean you, you you got most of it man like uh created a band while i was, well, was part of the band i should say while i was at morehouse and uh that was kind of me dipping my toe into the music business uh my freshman year roommate and one of my homies and uh all of our homies from uh from oakland uh was also getting into and well into the music business and he pulled me into Endeavor that he was a part of called Noontime, uh, a brother by the name of Shakir Stewart, R.I.P. And uh, started working in production on a lot of hip hop and R&B type stuff. And and uh, got disillusioned with the business for a long time and kind of just kind of was a weekend warrior, playing at church, gigging around the city. Did that for some years. And um, I met a woman who's now my wife. That uh, called uh, uh, her name is Denise Johnson now, but but that goes by Avery Sunshine and we started working together and we uh, in the midst of me being laid off from my corporate gig in 2008, we recorded an album and it took off man. And since 2008, we've been basically touring around the United States and the world for that matter, kind of doing this uh, independently and God is great. I mean, um, that I mean that that's pretty that's pretty much my my story in a nutshell.
0: That's what's up, so man.
1: Again, we appreciate you coming on. Um, you're adding to a long list of great accomplished brothers and sisters that come on the show.
0: And uh, again, we have no doubt that you're going to make this show spectacular. So back to the point, the topic we're going to do tonight, and this is a right. good one actually. We're going to go through and everybody walk through their top five songs, right? So. And when you hear this, man, top five songs, it's like, it's kind of a lot packed into that. Yeah. Basically, the criteria is, we look for the top five songs that have had an impact on your life, and can tell the story of your life. And um, we've got people from all over the country, geographically, so we all came up with different, <clears throat> different eras of music, so it's all going to be interesting. But um, I think we're going to start off with Dana, you, you giving us a little bit, of, a little bit more background on uh, the music industry. And, um,
1: you know, what you guys been doing and we're going to get into the top five. Yeah, man. So, so, um, you know, like I said, we we we've, we've, the big part of our business is, is touring. And as uh, all of us are aware for the last eight months, it ain't, it ain't none, ain't no touring big. So, <laughs> so we've been here at the crib and this, this comes for us from, from doing 75 to hundred shows a year for the last Four or five years, five or six years, you know flying two hundred thousand miles a year to I ain't been well no, I take that back I have taken a couple of flights, but I've had maybe three or four flights this whole year, which is crazy and it is crazy. Uh, and and obviously uh, you know has affected our business uh pretty pretty intensely, so one thing we've really been working on is uh, or, or let me back up and say we kind of by chance at the beginning of the pandemic decided we were going to do these every Sunshine Live from the Crib on Facebook Live. And we were just going to kind of do it. And, and we did a few of them like at the very, very beginning. I mean, around the same time D-Nice started spinning and all that, we, we were kind of playing in that space as well. And uh, I learned really, really quickly that you can make money at the crib. Like we did four kind of really unplanned shows uh, (laughs) on Facebook live. And, and, you know, the first one we did, somebody was like, what's your cash app? What's your, I was like, oh shit, we have to make a cash app and threw our cash app out there. And out of those four shows, man, we we made enough bread on those four shows to pay the mortgage for the rest of the year. What? Yeah. Blew my mind.
0: Sorry. Wait, I forget.
1: Your wife is
0: already an established star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so,
1: so, you know, so I want to a Yeah, yeah. Well, so I won't say star. Well, yeah, star. I'll take that. Amen. But but yeah, so, we we you no know, stranger. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So 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 we we um. That showed me that we really need to put some focus on that. You mean I could do that from the at the house, like with with a, with a with a dress shirt and some and some sweatpants and shit, you know? So so we've really been putting quite a bit of focus on retooling our business to to focus there. Um, in, in much the same way that you guys are doing this podcast, we realized that we have to take advantage of this opportunity. And and for us, like, you know, where we've been spending quite a bit of our time and efforts on Facebook and Instagram. And basically, Facebook and Instagram is pimping. Like, if you think about it, they're in the same business that radio stations and TV are in. And when you think about radio and TV, you think about, oh, they're in the business of putting on television shows and and playing music. But no, they're in the business of selling shit, right? Can I cuss on this? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit. All right. Shit, goddamn. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're in the business of selling shit, man. And, and in general, at least on radio and television, you make a show and they pay you for the show and they play the show. Facebook and Instagram, you give that content your intellectual properties for free. And so I, that occurred to me. And I was like, we got to figure that shit out. We got to figure out a way to create our own um our own platform that we can monetize and we can sell our own shit or or just sell some shit you know what i mean and so uh we created a platform called uh the hey sunshine show and it really just kicked off actually um on top of that uh we developed a cosmetics line and a couple of other things that'll be coming down the pipe and of course you know pushing our own merch and all that and you know it's just just been a couple of weeks at this point but it's it's looking very promising my my goal in ninety days is to get the, the, it's a it's a uh it's a membership base a subscription based uh um content platform and my my goal is in ninety days to get it to a thousand people and and then from a thousand i i think it'll be easily scalable up to five thousand and 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 so on the thing is though if i can get a thousand people Spending on average eight dollars and thirty three cents a month, so that's a five dollars subscription and plus, you know, whatever other shit we're gonna sell them. That's a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? A, a thousand people at eight dollars and thirty three cents a month. It's a thousand, and if I can scale that to five thousand, and y'all went to Morehouse, you could do the math. And so, did you ever think that you would be this rich? <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, and and for and for for me. Um, I, we're we're not you know clearly you, you guys understand we're, we're not rich but what what we have realized is that you know as artists we make really decent money and it's really easy to spend that shit and if you don't though you can stack bread in a way that's amazing and and, and do all the other regular shit you know uh, in terms of investing and such and then so thankfully we've been we, you know we've been okay a lot of our artist friends have crashed and burned during this time and, and by the grace of God and, and some good planning and not buying that Lamborghini and all that stupid shit, you know, we're, we're okay. I, th- I thank God, man. But, but yeah, that, that's really what, what we've been focused on. I've turned my whole goddamn basement into, we already had a recording studio, but the other side of the basement is like a, we're working on like a streaming studio and shit. We might not never leave the house if this shit go right. You know what I mean? We I might, here, you know. <laughs>
0: The same thing in many industries. Like for myself, I mean, shit, I was flying shit two, three times a week all uh, the country, all the world. Yeah. And in March, <laughs> came to a halt. I've been uh, on the plane since March. Yeah. But my my work activity hasn't changed. Yeah. So I'm still here. But I'm right. I got a project right now in Lithuania, known in uh, Ireland, and no one in Virginia, no one in uh, St. Paul. So yeah. And I'm dealing with them out the Course of the day, shit. So yeah. I would only be laying up in Lithuania right now.
1: Yeah, man. That that. What a blessing. I mean, you know, and that's I'd rather
0: be in the but it is less like to work for the grid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, hey man. I, I love traveling and I, I I certainly do miss it. But um there's something to be said. I mean, again, about making bread at the house. Like sheesh, it's it's a blessing, man. But but yeah, I, I am ready to get hey, Dad, back to
2: It's being offered month after month. That's different to bring them back
1: right right so so it's a, it's a combination of things uh some of it is behind the scenes stuff in the studio but there's also um some some live performances there, there's some like interactive zoom performances kind of like this and just a myriad of, of of just stuff man we're just we're just trying stuff and the shit that works we keep doing the shit that don't work we just pretend like this shit didn't happen <laughs> <laughs>
3: what's up
4: you know then you going the you guys you said you you're the independent i know you guys have been independent for quite mm-hmm. some time did you ever uh but by being independent is there a deal you can get that you'll take that has a price tag that can that you'll give up your independent
1: um yeah yes, yes, and no, so it and it's funny. I was having this conversation with someone, so for us in particular, a big part of our business has been touring mm-hmm. um so if there was a a deal that really focused on the record side and just the general marketing side, and there was somebody that wanted to do that, let them do that shit. You know mm-hmm. it's as long as it's not some sort of 360 deal where they want in on the other parts of the business it mm. ain't really no money in records man you know in, in, unless you're a, uh, a, i'm not gonna say no money because them checks come in from streaming every month and mm. the blessing you know but but in terms of it's not like it was in the 90s nobody's selling a million records no more yeah and unless you have a a diversified entertainment business with products and obviously touring and whatever else works, you can make work. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. So, so the, 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 short of it is yes, if it was a deal that that didn't intrude on the other part of the business and and they could make the record should happen and and make some money for them and make some money for, for us. And as a side effect, we could tour way more and charge way more and all that shit. Mm -hmm. It would be a done deal. And I mean, when we have been in, We've been in some talks with a couple of different situations, but the truth of the matter is we 50 year, old, you know, close to 50 year old middle age people that have a particular market, they, they're not really super interested in us. They're interested in the in the in the little little baby, baby wops and, and all, you know, in and, and, and all of them. That's where the real money is, is with the kids. But the beautiful thing for us, though, is I don't need a million people. I need that thousand or 5,000 or 10,000 people on my platform at $5 or between five and eight dollars a month is a million Yeah. at the crib. Yeah. And and so, you know, and, and it kind of, the, 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 the net effect is if we're able to get that kind of momentum on our own, we own the whole, we're not, we're no longer on the table we're not even at the table we had our own goddamn table in a guy got- our own goddamn booth you know we don't we don't even need to be at the table and i'm not you know i'm not pressed about it
4: yeah where do you see yourself i mean i know you you love music as far as the business itself is there a retirement plan or is it something that you guys just gonna roll it ride it out to the wheels fall off
1: um
4: Pass the torch. <laughs> I know you guys got some uh some people in the family that has some singers and yeah. that play those instruments.
1: So so yes to all of the above. You know, yeah. um I, I don't one of the saddest, not I shouldn't say saddest, but a place that I don't want to be. There's an artist that um it's a jazz artist that we probably all all know. I won't say his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were playing at the blue note, we were playing the late night set at the blue note in New York, and we saw him. And he had, he was finishing the second to the night, second to the last night of a one week run of two or three shows a night at almost 75 Mm -hmm. years old. And he, and and it was clear that he wasn't there because he wanted to be there. He was there probably because he had to be there. And what I don't want is that. I don't want to have to be 75 years old and do two shows a night for a week at a club. I don't want to have to do that. Uh, but this is what we love to do. So, sometimes, you know, we'll be somewhere in Europe somewhere. And I, I think to myself like, fuck, this is my job. Like, uh, this shit is amazing. I, I love what I do. So I want to do it until it just doesn't make sense to do. Uh, and, and there is a retirement plan. I mean, we, we, we've made some good investments and and done some things and, and, and we continue to do that. So when we get to a point, do we, you know, okay, we got enough. We just want to chill. You just want to roll it back or just kind of do it at a, at a more comfortable and or age appropriate uh, uh, level. We could, we could just do that. And and that that's the retirement plan. And then as far as the kids, all uh, all three of our our kids, uh, we have a blended family, and, and all, all all three of them are are very uh, very music focused. At least at this time, uh, our, our our oldest girl is a singer songwriter, pro, you know, producer type. Uh, our middle boy, my my biological son, Micah, is. Is uh, producing and making beats and whatever else, and rapping and, and doing graphic design and, and all this stuff. And then our, our our youngest boy is uh is uh a sophomore at uh, no freshman 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 at at uh, at Berklee School of Music in Boston. And he's a he's a drummer. Yeah. And uh, so yes, all of the above. We want to hand it over. We want to retire, and we <laughs> want to do this until we don't want to do this shit no more.
5: Dan, quick question. So right now, you're not necessarily tied to a label. No. More just, uh, okay, still creating your own musical content and just distributing it out through the public via the in- independent
1: channels. That's right. That's right. And, and we've been essentially that the whole time. I mean, we did a couple of licensing deals with with some large majors, but I mean, I'm sorry, it was large independent labels mm-hmm. uh, through E1. And uh, that, that was a good good and bad experience. But again, God bless you to anybody who wants to be in the selling of records business right now, because that shit is tough. It, you know, the streaming has changed the game and, and the and the approach on that completely. But but the long and short of it, no, we 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 don't have any. We we're not signing nothing. Mm. Yeah. Call it freedom,
3: brother.
1: Yes, <laughs> it's, it's you know it, I, I'm I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful. And and truth truth be told, I mean, there, there's a lot of artists, major label artists that you know that we probably know that. I mean, and, and this is not a brag, but we probably better than they do, you know, because we're we're able to take home, uh, you know, after we pay our, our 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 people, our our staff, you know. <laughs> we're able to take home a lot a lot more than the, the 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 small piece of the pie that they're making for doing a lot more work and being a lot more uh um be, they're exploited the piece of the pie of of what they're exploiting is 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 so much more small so much because yeah, you just have to pay the people that are
0: actually doing work for you and that overhead is not a part of the equation so,
1: exactly, exactly. And and, and that's yeah. not this to anybody who's on a major. It just, just our roles. You know, this is what works for us.
0: Exactly.
6: Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I do. Hey, Daniel, again, brother, cool. thank you for being on, man, brother. Definitely appreciate you taking the time out, man. on your busy schedule. I mean, so my- so so we know the music in- industry has completely changed.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: And with that change, do you see more opportunities in the marketplace than they existed before? You know, and and if so, how how do you see yourself capitalizing on those? You know, I know we talked about it briefly before okay. the the additional opportunities that, that that you see in the marketplace. How you see you and your wife able to capitalize on those?
1: Yeah. So so I again for 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 me, I see it as an opportunity. You know, mm-hmm. I see it as the 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 distance between artist creation and then the listener has been diminishing shorter and shorter. And now mm-hmm. it's basically like this: I could record something right now, and by this evening, it could be out there. You know what I mean? And right. there's an up and a downside to that. The upside is yes, I could I could put it out there. The downside is um you know you may or may not have the 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 resources and the know-how to get it to a wide enough audience. You may mm-hmm. not know how to Monetize it. You may not know. You may not have. You know. Y- y- you don't. You might not have the ANRs and the such that are going to help you refine your product in a way. But, but again, you know. Um, also, with owning the whole pie instead of a fractional piece of it, you don't need to reach a million people. Like I was saying, you know, we our goal in the next ninety days is a thousand, mm. and 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 then that it's 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 much more scalable and much more much more control we don't have to reach everybody so I, I see it as a huge opportunity but it did i have to say it, it did take for for me and for many of my counterparts uh, uh a shift in the way you think you know a shift in you know even we, we were having some conversations about the grammys it used to be like oh man i want to win a grammy and i would love to win a grammy but there's you know it, it it simply doesn't mean the same things that there's just like anything else. There's so much political, you know, and, and major label stuff that happens to make mm-hmm. the Grammy stuff happen that it's almost difficult to, to just, you know, have an apples to apples chance to win, you know, or, or to be, to be thought of it. And it, 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 do, it absolutely does happen. But, but my, my point just is, is taking, it's taking a shift to, you know that the accolades to just pure business like this does the shit make sense you know it, it does it make sense for me to see 11 percent of every dollar and i'm i'm I, you know it, it it's almost like pimping you know it's almost like you a home okay. you know yeah. what I mean? and and so <laughs> and so and, and, and again that's no diss to anybody who you know, who's, who's, who's on a, on a major label. And not every situation is like that, but, but for us, you know, uh, we found a thing that that's worked well for us, you know, uh, case, or, or, or to, 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 uh, to Chuck's uh, question earlier, you know, if a major label came along and it was the right situation, we we would be open to it as long as it allowed us to still, you know, own and control our, our business, you know, but, but, but yes, you know,
0: that's what's up. Uh, it's funny you talk about the Grammys. It's like back in the day, getting that Grammy exposure would change somebody's career. Yeah. Now this shit can happen if you, your song is played on a fucking episode of Insecure. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying. Or you get the right TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. you know, crazy. You just you just out there. I mean, look at the the what's the kid that was the big deal last year? Little Nas X. You know that Old Town Road song. He blew up off TikTok. Exactly. He, he I found a lot of shit
0: on TikTok. Not actually, a lot yeah. of new shit I found
1: on TikTok. Yeah, man,
4: it's 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 amazing how you just that number that you said. Uh, you trying you set a goal of a thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, people. I mean, you your platform, Avery. You guys, you guys easily have that fan base. Easily, <laughs> you know. I mean, you got. You know, and that's that's real, and what you starting and what you are doing, that's that, that should that's not a hard goal for you. And no, it, like, it, you,
1: it's you not. You and we about to, that We we about to see. You
4: know, we yeah. about to see what the thing I, I think year. that's gonna be easy, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I and I I, I appreciate that. So so uh, go to HeySunshineShow.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: y'all ready to get busy? Anybody it's got? This, like, yeah, everybody get your fire ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm excited about hearing y'all's man. I want I'm ready for you, everybody. Man, hear, uh, man, sh- once you hear my pop. shit, y'all gonna be sad. It's
2: we
0: time to go. Everybody
1: want to hear the rest of us. It? Hey, man. It's so it's it's so hard to pick five songs. Like yeah,
0: the man. That's
4: why that's that's what I want to make it tough for y'all, man. But that, that that's a that, that was a project that I, I told everybody earlier before you got on, man. I, I whipped out the CDs, man. Yeah, my CDs. I I even, I had to, uh, then I was able to ask mom that when I played the song, you know, Dr. Uh, Bazaar and the uh, Savannah band.
3: Oh, uh, Sunshine. man. I, I, that's on my
4: list, hold on, hold on, my bad. Carl B, go ahead. Clearly, man. it's clearly smoking shit, clearly. Go ahead, buddy. Cause it
0: was all like alright you All right, y'all ready? Yeah. All right, no, just we should do this, for go play a little bit
1: of it you yeah, hear that? Yeah, I hear it. know who that is? Oh, yeah, I know who that is immediately. But I, yeah. I, I might have a competitive advantage, though. Yeah, well, first one for me, the great Al Green. Simply beautiful. <clears throat> now, real quick, because I chose that. I'm from Memphis and grew up a stone's throw from Al Green's church in Whitehaven. I was forced fed on music as a kid. My parents, I was a, um, the second of two children. That was a
0: mistake. And they was like, man, you go in the back and film yourself. We out here chilling. So my parents force fed me on that shit. Johnny Taylor, Johnny Guitar Watson, BB King, all of that, mm-hmm. and the was in heavy rotation. So this was a formative part of my, you know, my beginnings with music, right? The great Green. Now, I got to throw a quick humble mention in there for the great Bobby Gay. Mm-hmm. This is a Memphis anthem. So same, same genre and that kind of thing. This is the kind of song that everybody in Memphis will stop and be singing along with for the whole time. Now, another thing is that this is going to tie into another song I got in my top five. So this is one of my honorable mentions. This beat is going to be used. All right, we move it on. Now, I had an older sibling. Having an older, older sibling, when a lot of folks I age listen to Popcorn Love and that bullshit, I was listening to grown adult fucking music. That's probably also what's wrong with me today, what made me a sociopath. But this right here, this is one of my favorite songs from growing up that I took out of my sister's collection. And it's formed a lot of who I am even to this day. You know what that is?
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Now, we definitely came to play so much of this and this, this, and this shit now, real quick. But I just wanted the beat to come in real on. Just um, come in one second. This is like the greatest song ever. But I knew all the words, all the beats. Like I could, I could, I could, I could, drum, but I could do the drum part of the song. Now I ain't about to play the drums. But anyway, Listen to We Married. When the yeah. 1999 Remaster came out. I bought that because I'm a Prince fan. And uh, when I got it, I was re- listening to the whole shit. And I was like, this is some really, this is some damaging lyrics for a child to be listening to. I forget what years came out. But it had the early 80s. Or, or like, like, yeah, like 80, 81, 82. I was like 10 years old, man. Ain't no 10-year-old sweetest listening to shit like this. But again, for those of you who not know me, that's probably was wrong with my ass now. I'm uh, moving right along. We can fast forward now to... Uh, like the formative years. Another one of my all time favorites. Anybody that also knows me knows my, I'm a big fan of Two Live Crew. I see, you got three minutes left. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you can't go on with that. So, uh, I guess it's my first time I heard Two Live Crew. It changed my life. First song was Throw Um We Won't Support is another um, great hit by our Two Live Crew. Um, and, you know, that would have made the top five, but as you hear a little bit in the background, hold on so a second. Like, you don't know that shit, you know what I'm saying? The uh, way anyway, this is a live, this is a live, but got, like, the City remix, you know what I'm saying? So we got the big, you off do But the point is, that shit there, that's also what I was raised on. Prince set the stage, and then here comes this, you know, two-hour crew shit. Again, anybody knows me knows how you know deep it is in me. Uh, when I was in high school, nickname was uh, before it was Carl B, it was Carl Two-Loud Brian. So there you go. Uh, now moving on, coming from the south, when we got to Morehouse, there was no southern rap playing played whatsoever. All they played was a Deep Apple Bomb and that New York shit that James and Louis play down the hall. Me and Cool hated that shit. Okay, we fucking hated that shit. I hated Trap Called Quest. I was probably forty years old. Just because I hated the Need Apple Bomb, all the tribe shit they used to play. It was just loose ends and tribe conquests. is all they played. Then when Wu Tang came out, nigga, forget it. Yeah, anyway, right. I, I hate the tribe. Because you're 95. All right. 90, the 94 class, dog, literally all they played was a Need Apple Bomb. I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> it was some New York shit. We don't fuck with New York shit. You know what we fuck with? What we fuck with right here. Uh, yeah. See, right so. This is uh, Pimps by Evolving JG, um, the Memphis Legends. And if you want to listen to the lyrics, I mean, the, for the ladies, the lyrics are a little bit misogynist because you talk about violence well, against women at the time. we won't really think about it like that. But, you know, this is a special, special song here now. You represent your name, Bob Memphis. <laughs> all <in> the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> all in the game. right? So... <clears throat> one more. on. Game is lame, man. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you know, this is quintessential. This is quite right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About how my gold teeth look so fresh. <laughs> 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 I could this go on for hours and hours. I was like, listening shit all night first when we put this together. Anyway, let me get back to my point before I run out of time. So, Pimps by uh, A-Ball and J.G., that's the key uh, hold on one second and you got one second let me get done here i got a couple more it here. you got the things laid down laid down that's another memphis anthem have everybody from memphis sing along all night um and then you gotta keep going through the Lydia of memphis music this is gonna tie you back this is going to tie you back to your boy, and, uh, 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 Marvin Gaye, number four. Anyway, this is uh Reef's Mafia, lineage. And uh, this is all the happens that came out of Memphis, and it ties back to Marvin Gaye's out of love. will A lot of people don't know that this was sampled off the Marvin Gaye song. You see what I'm saying? That it was. Anyway, you know, that's the windows based I'm giving you right now, and then you couldn't have any complete list without having a little bit of this right here. Anybody know what that is?
4: Too short. No service. The Great Project Pat. In the Great uh-huh. Line, who you see is cornbread, Collar Lake, Collar greens on a plate. That's Project Pat. That's Project Pat. Yeah.
0: Project Pat. Okay. I remember him. has project on here. Wait, 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 If you're straight, then you better think twice. So you ain't got no And then the what's, the name, song what's the song name of that drink? Gorilla yeah. Got the greatest business sample of all time. Which I decided to go to the head and And then finally, the song i love my entire life. But like, my final, my number five, as you know, I had to put that in there. Uh, <laughs> makes me want to tear up every time I hit a song, man. I get choked up. So, yeah, that's my top five. What a good one. <laughs> we take it hey off we get you down. any thoughts man any thoughts no nah, those
4: was good man those were good man i think that they all i'm glad you uh gave it a start they all had some impact in, uh to your life and they did define you because i know you when when you first got to school y'all introduced me to. i i didn't know nobody but m j g and eight ball from Memphis, but y'all, and I just love the gangster walk. I was, oh, I, I, y'all taught me how to gangster walk. I was right go- at the parties at Spelman rolling with y'all. I used to love when y'all started that off,
5: man. Oh, y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. love oh, Memphis. So, yeah, so Chuck, you found the only one out of this group that loved the gangster walk besides Paul B and, and Cool K. <laughs> I love the gangster
0: walk. <laughs> we used to be right there with y'all. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> then he got the one from K Massy. That's one time.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. I said, simple, that's beautiful, let's truly marry Lisa horny, pimps, you're an atomic dog. That's it. All right,
4: New York's. Y'all, 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 y'all up. James Lou, what you want to go first? am gonna go first.
7: Okay.
5: Okay, okay, here we go. All <laughs> right, crawl B. Now, I appreciate where you started from because that showed a heavy influence of your parents, right? In terms of their music becoming your music, Indeed. which was great. My my, my album starts from me as an individual breaking out and trying to figure out what music belongs to me, and that is rap music. Yeah, birthplace of New York, birthplace in New York City, obviously. So I'm heavy heavily influenced by rap, even to this day. So my first out the gate has to be Run DMC, Raising Hell. Top album of all time, 84 came out. You know, show versatility, rap, rock, you know, meets Queens in, in some interlude. So, here, so you here's- So you talking album or cut?
6: Here's my, here's the cut. <laughs>
0: For His
5: mm-hmm. Right. So so you know that right here. That that, that, that. That's 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 Queens, that's New York, that's everything. It's rock and roll. And so first major group really on a wide scale, able to take what rap was in a neighborhood sense and scale it all the way to the masses. Um, and, and so that, that set a whole new um, part of how you can scale rap on a more of a popular side. So that, that's, that's very important to my, my top five. Now this next joint, also from Queens, Carl B. touched on it a little bit. This was really um, a breakout of a certain genre within rap. And Carl B., for you, it has to be Trap Call Quest. Right, so so you have to understand. Tribe, <laughs> <laughs> I
3: love it. I love it. <laughs>
5: Tri- tribe influence. Carl B. Still to this day, you know, you you have Kanye, you have Drake. They are all progeny of the tribe vibe. Right. Um, and, and first, first and foremost, uh, hip hop using jazz influence heavily as part of their music. So that that has to be part of my, my top five. So that's number two. OK. Number three. Number three is is sort of the rebirth of hip hop in a New York sense. Right. So we had when we started in college, Carl B, um, Southern rap, huge, huge influence on the mainstream, on the masses, um, California Chuck as well coming in, you know, again, taking hip hop to a different part of, of the country of the world and getting that mass appeal. And at the same time, New York didn't know exactly where they fit in. Right. And so being a birthplace, but seeing music take off in different directions, you know, they didn't know how to kind of showcase what New York city's all about. So this rap. This rapper right here kind of brought it all back, you know, to more of the the pure art form that came out of New York City with the lyrics. Here we go, Nas, Illmatic.
3: Yo, real, safe, you know what I'm
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. My I got cut out. It's number three.
5: Yeah, this, this is this is number three, Illmatic, Nas. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. we will just struggle of so the cultural differences
5: yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on so now <laughs> now we get to the part the part where you know rap has gone around the globe right and so this this next artist you know from my from my own um personal um belief he he took rap to more of the player style you know smoothed it out a little bit but still bringing that hardcore funk all right, this is the notorious BIG. Ready to die.
0: I to lonely,
2: soft, like a
5: All right. So my last album. Still iconic to this to this very day has taken what he learned in the rap game and was able to parlay that into the business side and he and he famously put that you know he he himself is a business when it comes to this rap you know rap world and so this is Jay-z the black album let me see if you can hear it but least
6: let me tell you why I'm this way Hold on, I was deceived by Glory Ooh. Carter and Atlas Reese Who made love under the
5: sycamore tree Which makes me, a more sick of MC And my mama would claim the 10-tails when I was born I didn't give it no pain All right, that's my top five. Run DMC, raising Hell Number two, Drop Call Quest, Low End Theory Number three, Nasir Jones, Illmatic Number four, Ready to Die, B.I.G. Number five, the black album, Jay-Z that was
4: James. Like that DMC was a that was that was a heater, man. I'm going to <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't think I, I knew you or Lou was going I was hoping one of y'all was
5: gonna do it. You have to, you I'm have gonna,
4: to. Have to put DMC in there. This is Wait, so hard. Man. How about you, Quace We gotta go from the Maryland. We we starting, we, we gotta get on the uh the DC air. <laughs> you and Jay up there. <laughs> That's right. Which one of y'all wanna go first? Quasey J.
7: I'm cool either way. Uh, I, I know it. I know at some level, me and Jay going to pay some homage to DC. So uh, I think we'll mind, uh, wind up not naming the same track. But uh, I don't have any of my music queued up, but I, I have my stories behind it, and they, they aren't in any order. These are just my top five. So let me start with this, James. You made it tough because in trying to figure out my hip hop influence. It came down to everybody you name between Run DMC, uh, I'm not gonna name the tracks, but Run DMC, Big Nas, and Jay were heavy influences, man. And to me, when I really learned and Tribe, by the way, excuse me, like please don't let me discount Tribe, because I love Tribe too. When it came down to selecting the best one, though, man, big one out, brother. And his track, Me and My, that was just my shit. Like when me and my bitch dropped, I was like, this nigga Big is the greatest. Like Warning was great, but me and my was the shit. Like I rocked that shit like nonstop, you know. And to this day, like I hear hear the wind blow and see my polos and timbo, you know. That's just that's just the shit. So the number one song coming from the new New York from the NYC will be Biggie Man. Again, not in any order. Representing DC though, now I'm gonna say DC for last. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say my next song, and again, not in any order, was Prince's "Adore," mm. and "Adore," bruh. If you ever listened to "Adore," the music, the instruments, the lyrics, dog. That song, the way he crafted that shit, dog. Artistically, it ain't a better song than "Adore" out there, like. When you hear, if you really like listen to that track, you you pick up on so many different pieces and parts. I mean, it, it solidified Prince as a genius. I'm not gonna say he's the greatest of all time, but he definitely on the Mount Rushmore of, yeah. of, of top producers and artists, uh, which he was formerly known as the artist. So I got Prince at number two with a door. Um, another one paying some homage to a, to a legend uh, and the whole Motown influence on life, man, was a song from the movie soundtrack, The Wiz, man, Quincy Jones, big up to Quincy Jones and his, um, being executive producer on that soundtrack, The Wiz. I love it. My favorite song from that, from that soundtrack is If You Believe, sung by Lena, well, she sang it on, um, on Broadway. Thank you and um so you have if you believe by lena horn from the wiz that's number three then i gotta i gotta pay homage to my gospel roots man i'm old school gospel so i got some reverend james cleveland in there with god is okay. that's that's my cut like yeah. if i can sing i I'll blow it for you now but god is is the truth bro you know and so that resonates with me it's, it's a song anytime it come on my ipad I play it and I don't never skip over that joint. So, and then my last joint paying homage to the good old Washington, DC, home and land of Go Go Nation. I gotta go with the junkyard band and the freak deep zone, because that's my shit. So those are my five right there. Me and piggy, if you believe Lena Horn, Prince's Adore, Junkyard Band, Freaky deep Zone, and God is by James Cleveland.
1: Man. please tell me somebody's gonna make this playlist on spotify or something because this would be a fire ass playlist yeah it would be uh yeah i uh, do it i'll do it y'all send it to me i'll do it Shit. <laughs> i'll sing you the songs
2: yeah uh
4: um uh, okay. man dude this has been this has been cool man uh y'all are taking me back down memory lane man this is great and, this is man, a great I have, topic
0: dog this is excellent
4: and I had it just made me realize how we all connected, man. You guys brought a lot. It had a the impact in your songs that y'all grew up on impacted me a lot. Uh but you know, I am from East Oakland. <laughs> and I'ma, you know, I'ma start it off. We got this top five. Man, this was extremely hard, but I loved it. But you know what? I'm gonna have to start it off. With uh, with the with the time, the little uh, uh going back to this song right here.
3: Y'all
0: hear
4: it? This song right here just had defined us it defines true oakland east oakland dudes true oakland dudes that that's down for the grind the hustle and taking care of they shit. you know that tape i bought i bought that song off the 40. short used to sell his uh tapes on the 40 for real and he you know he told it said it in his songs and the
1: 40 is the bus, by the way.
4: The bus. Yeah. It was the 40 rolling down through foothill. And I and you know, I lived in East Oakland. I bought I bought that tape. And I used to go when you got a too short tape, you used to have to go play it down low in the house and stuff. So yeah, everybody speaker and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just and that was probably the first rap song that I memorized from beginning to end. <laughs>
1: He said a no couple years ago, I it. used to hang at the mall, <laughs> yeah. baby, all the freaks oh, I so call. call. And, and if you didn't, didn't want to come, come with yeah. <laughs> that, ain't
6: I just dropped? Yeah, the
4: <laughs> growing up in Oakland, that was our story, yeah. You know, hitting that East of my Mall, yeah. Uh, you know, and then next song, I played it for you guys earlier, but I chose this song mainly because uh, it was a song that my mom used to play when I used to injure myself. I fell, I was hurt, and she'll play the song to just make me happy, man. It was I fell and I and I played it for my daughters. It just was a happy song, man. When we cleaning up the house, uh you know, just to bring the spirits back up. And this was the Dr. Bazaar and the uh, Savannah band. Sunshine. And you just listen to the words, the lyrics was real cool. I mean, y'all look it up. It's the name of it? B- it's called Sun- Sun- Sunflowers. And it's Dr. Bazaar and the Savannah Band.
3: Sunshine.
0: Wait, what, is Sunplay connection to Michael Jackson's background? uh, is Michael Jackson, uh, Jackson still there from there? I heard "Don't Stop" cheating getting up in there somewhere. No, they was stealing from Michael Jackson. They, they not.
1: Don't say the mic stealing from them. It
0: seems like some old
4: shit. Yeah, this is real old. Mm. Who's a, who's artist?
1: Doctor Buzzard, Chuck.
4: Buzzard, Buzzard, Buzzard. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dang's right. My bad. It's Doctor Buzzard and a uh, uh, ordinary uh, Savannah band, right, Dang?
1: Uh, uh Doctor Buzzard and the original Savannah band.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, oh, that's sun
4: shower. Sun
1: shower. Shower showers the song, yeah. Okay,
4: oh. I got you. Dang, I always had it in there, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What I found is... I don't know if it is it on. Can you find it streaming somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Okay, show. yeah, it's on here. Right. So my bad. And then my next song is uh. This next song was, you know, we were always growing up, and you always had that song. I guess you had to find that song when you first. Dang, this is gonna freak! This is gonna freak you out when you had that first heartbreak. Oh yeah, you had that song that uh, that the first girl that broke your heart, and and then my first heartbreak. Oh, I Oh, yeah, come Nina on. Parsons. Oh, 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 oh. I played the hell out of this song right here. Lewis Taylor.
1: Yeah. You and I. I, I would have never thought you was on Lewis Taylor, Scott. Yeah, boy. Yeah. You were okay. artist. It's amazing how the only two faces smiling are Oakland faces. <laughs> <laughs> this song is so not, what's crazy is so not Oakland. He's, he's, a, he's a kind yeah. of semi-obscure, uh, 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 a British artist, man.
0: Yeah, I yeah. But uh. well, you know it's funny. It happens. because like uh, "Trigger Man" by the Showboys is like a Memphis anthem, but that's a New York song, right? And probably of people in New York probably didn't listen to that shit. <laughs> but it's like this song is an example, like of your of that that geographic geographic area. Something that you guys, you both lit up the second
1: that you recognize the song. I was all sitting like Fuck it. I aint never heard but you that know what was saying? and that was probably like that was mid or late nineties
4: yeah that's yeah. that album yeah uh you know who put me uh i mean i heard the song uh Shakir put me on to him what okay yeah
1: i'm surprised wow. Jake was on that yeah.
4: Shak- <laughs> Shakir put me on to him okay, and uh matter of fact i think- uh Shakir had his uh publishing deal.
1: Okay, that makes
4: sense. Something he did is publishing. That makes sense. Um, and then this, uh, uh this got to throw in Marvin Gaye, man. Come get to this,
0: Marvin um,
4: Gaye. Yeah, come get to this. It's right. You remember that song? mm mm-hmm. I'm about to play it for you.
1: The live version from the uh, live at the London Palladium, <laughs> or or the or the album version.
4: The album version. <laughs> This song right here this that being a part of that uh loving that cannabis <laughs> you just chilling with some bourbon and you with your lady just having a good time y'all throw this on this that get, get you in the mood <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know this
5: one. Yeah, yeah I know this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's crazy because that 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 album came out right, Chuck, in
4: 1973, I think. Yeah. That uh, you know that you know you know my you know our parents used to bump Marvin Gaye. Now this song is for uh, just. It's emotional I always tear up when I hear this song because I get a little emotional because it reminds me of my daughters being born and me the sight of seeing them or the fuck when they were when they were born and uh holding them in my arms I had just uh and it's a, it's a friend of yours uh day this is one of your good uh, artists, uh, a good friend of yours, Eric Roberson.
1: Oh yeah, that's my dog. Yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, actually, uh, uh, Eric gave me this album. I met him, uh, him and Ed Sneed, was in college. College roommates, wow. and I got yeah, and I got cool with uh, Eric. And Eric, when I told him uh, I was getting ready to have a uh, a daughter. Yeah. And he actually sent it. He said, man, I just made this song for you. I, not for me, but he had said, it. man, it's a perfect song. It's gonna You're gonna love this song.
1: Eric literally just texted me like right when we got on here. That's one of my closest friends.
4: Yeah, I, yeah, I know y- y'all tight. And this song is the baby song. And uh, this song right here, it's just, it, it just, Brings me joy, every time I, my daughters love this song, played it for them, wore it out for them. <laughs> yeah, this is. Was- Each day is a celebration. Feels the to be
3: waking up to the smell of bacon. And eggs you made, I wish
6: you a good morning. I'll you with
4: a smile. smile. I'll meet you for your belly but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, running, that's out. where, that's what, this was a, 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 took me a Sunday. I spent some time, man. Like I said, I went and got into the uh, CD selection, uh, and I guess I just narrowed it down to, Those I I picked those five. I mean I got I know we got way more man. That was a really hard project. I guess I just picked those uh, different times of my life uh, because we could. I thought about breaking it down to categories and we could only do hip hop. But I just said nah. Let's mix it up. Let's I want to make it hard for everybody.
0: But uh, yeah. You know it's funny I thought about this shit way longer than I actually did it because I actually sat down. I just had this thoughts racing. I couldn't obstruct my thoughts mm-hmm. when he sent the note and said, "This is the topic for next week." And I just sat down and did it. This shit took me five minutes. <laughs> yeah,
4: that, yeah, that's that, that's yeah. It took me uh, Like I, it took. I had to put it down, come back to it because I kept switching it up. No, nah, no, nah, that's good shit. We need to curate these motherfuckers, like Dane, like Dan said.
0: We need to get these bitches together in a playlist. So, hey, who we got left over? We got shit. so we just did Oakland. Let's take it back to the East Coast. Lou, you ready? This,
2: this shit was a struggle.
0: Uh, man, I can cue you up. What you got? What's your first? I had, and I had
2: it. I had it. Uh, so for me, I don't know if you guys um saw that movie. Uh, I think it was Brown Sugar when they go intro to the movie is when You Fall in Love with Hip Hop? So I'm gonna take it back to that. For me, it was the message with Melly Mel. Yeah, um, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five. That song right there just captured the moment. Um, that's that's New York The environment at that time, and it was so visual. Um, it, the storytelling that for me uh, introduced me and started me for hip hop for life. Um, moving on in my high school years going to party in Queens. This was the get it started. End of the night. You up on your chick, you've been up on it all night. Talking for Jamaica. Then I also had another party, another favorite part of Queen's song. Breaking that way in the days before I let go. It was a must. Uh, like Paul B, my parents are from uh, Memphis, both of them. So I got strong Memphis uh, So hard to pick between poor Morocco and Memphis, but uh, running out of lies, Johnny Taylor. it's uh, yeah. hit me when I was in high school. I used to tease my uncle even. He would rock this, and I was too young to understand. Hey. When I got a little older, this song hits. This song hits right here. Wait, wait, wait um, Lou, let it, let, Lou, Lou, wait. Let them play for a minute. Let them play. Uh-huh. That's
0: some pepper right there. Uh, that's pepper right there. You see bitch down and say, "Hey,
1: look
0: here." Um, <laughs> Try to worry Then it. I got you know, uh, whatever I come home late. Your lipstick
2: traces. I, uh, on the other end, <laughs> on the other end, when I met my uh, my wife, uh, we said, "Baby, we got to bet. We got We bet. We got to bet a We had no insurance. down here looking, it's so, like, "Yo, yeah, we got no insurance, but yo, I got you. You got me." Man, until I, I believe in you. you. Yeah. Ooh, this stacks, baby. In...
0: Now we just do this audio together, boy. You can do this shit. Hey,
2: come. Skip to this one. Cigarettes and coffee. Ready.
0: You got an all-members lineup, bro.
2: Old lady night, your old lady.
0: That's an all-minute lineup, I like that.
2: i um, three two more, I'm just chair So, I uh, talked talk about the song when he was uh, heartbroken over his girl loss. Angelo came through for me with mo- one more game. Last song, I'm going to share. I got about 10 more, but I'm going to end it up with this one. This one, uh, interesting they says song might blow up because it's played on a TV show. And that's how I came across this one. I don't know how many of you guys watch. This is us. Carl, pull this one up. Which one? Someday soon by Alexi Murdoch. Man, you
0: really going in the bag,
3: what? How folks do you feel? what the lyrics hit for me. Go ahead, love my father, love him well. I hope to see him someday soon. I love my father,
2: yeah. well. Yes, the sheep. I hope to see him yeah. someday <laughs> soon. So when I get, um... Uh, where I, I live, it gets dark at
3: night.
2: Yeah. Cool, we talked about that The loss of a parent gets dark at night for me is like You know, you're dealing with the You're dealing with that dark Dark side, that emotional side Mm -hmm. So it hits home for me So those are some of my favorite ones I gotta shit more But uh, shit then, more of those And I
0: appreciate the that That was excellent (laughs)
2: That was good, man
6: I'm already starting to see um, though this, this shit. It lined up to be a part two or this motherfucker. It is. Got to do a part two. Got to do a part two. Got to do a part two. Who turn is it? Jazz? It's, it's cool. We got cool. We, we got to go to you, yeah. cool. It's your okay, cool. Man. All right. So, Colby, go ahead. Go ahead and cue me up, man. Uh, MC Sh- MC Shotty. Oh. I gotta be tough. Oh, <laughs> that's
7: a good one.
6: So the reason that is because you know New York rap was just dominating. You know, I was just a perfect rap. We were all fell in love with rap as kids. But then, you know, you kind of break it down. You're not from Mississippi. And this guy was from Atlanta, right? Yeah. And uh, MC Shadi. I got to be tough. Go, go play a little bit of that, Colby. I'm Shadi. Yeah, I'm making records the Pink
3: Panther and King <laughs> Panther. But let me tell you right now, all that is old. Because I'm with a new, funky, fresh backing company. New Walker record. records. And I'm about to cold, bug out, and get ill. And it goes like this. Everything I say you know, is get booked
5: on this. And I gotta be tough. <laughs> what? What the hell? You know what's, you know what's crazy? Shy D is from the
0: Bronx. That's right. Yeah. He's actually from the Bronx. He lived in Atlanta
3: though.
0: Yeah. He's
6: straight ATL. One of the first
0: booty like, shakes. Yep. I <laughs> so so, so,
6: so he that's number one right
0: there. So, he's the one. Right. What's, what's next, cool?
6: And then, uh, number two, um, we're gonna go with uh, Donna Hathaway, all right? We'll mm. go with Donnie, we'll go go, Donnie, yeah. Donna Hathaway. Close. Yeah. and he has a song called What's Going On. No, Marvin Gaye did it, but Donnie did it. I think Donnie did it first. But, What's Going On by Donnie had Hath- who did it first?
1: Marvin did it first. Donnie did it on his live album
6: on his live. That's right. Okay. What's going on by Donnie Hathaway on this live album? Okay. You hear it? Yeah. You hear it? Yep. Turn up a little bit if
0: you can. You hear better now? Yep. Wow. My pops
3: said himself, man, this
6: shit is nice, fucking banger right here, boy. Hmm. Man, all right, we gotta move it on, cool. We gotta go. This, man, I love this guy, but He's a guy. He's an amazing talent, man. And uh has some challenges Did that we kind of got, you know. That he, uh Arra. yeah, you the R. Ahead? So what we gonna do with uh, the I R? R was- you know. Uh, I can go back to R to the, to the 90s, but we're gonna bring to the 2000 happy people. Cause he changed the game when this came out. You know, people was doing RB and then R, R. Kelly came. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm gonna change the game, shift the game with the step. Happy people by R. Kelly.
1: My mind's telling me no. <laughs> oh
4: yeah,
3: oh, this shit, nigga. Yeah. <gasps> he ain't doing no, we ain't doing
0: yeah. no we do Happy but people. I know what you mind. really want to play. I know you, <laughs> you live for six
2: years. Yeah. I got a funny story with this one.
0: <laughs> oh, we baby. both do. We both yeah.
2: do. Hey.
0: Also, Whoa. if you heard this in Old South Circle, you are in some I serious trouble. Hey. Yeah. Dave, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong.
3: With
7: it. It's a shame. <laughs> How he will be remembered member because he's really a musical genius. He's
0: a he's incredible, man. I mean if you think about the OJs uh, you
3: know,
0: like OJs will big you like that from Ring Two like too, like really. They were a little bit more nuanced in there messages. This motherfucker didn't to say shit, you put on Sparkelli, it was on his own, man. Sparkelli Joseph? Yeah.
6: Yeah, hey, let me, don't, let me find. Like, well, let's yeah, it, yeah. Go let's, keep on,
0: call. let's keep going, let's keep going. R.
6: Kelly, I,
0: don't
1: I right. felt the way about that R. Kelly, man. Yeah, man, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he, he hijacked, he hijacked Cobie's shit. He's Rudy. Hey, I, I got right.
0: What's your next one, cool? <laughs> next one. <man. laughs> um,
6: you know what, man? This guy's a strong guy, but a little Marvin Sapp. Marvin Sapp, yeah. the best of me. So this <laughs> song right here, I'm man. Is
2: and hit with the Sapp. I mean. Yeah, yeah,
6: it's the best of me, man. Life throws you challenges, man. You know the curveballs, but God saw the best. Of me. I kept pulling through, I like I was slipping, but He brought me up He saw the best of me.
3: That's another one.
7: Hey, can I say something before you go to your last one? Cool to hear you put Marvin Sapp on there. That's another gospel song, dude. It shows the depth of the group, bro. You know what I mean? We all got some spirituality with us that you know we we showcasing here. I'm just pointing that out. Oh yeah.
0: Well, it's a lot of overlap, man. That is yeah. that's why we bonding right right now because we all come from similar circumstances and we, exactly. we, we like similar music. And our parents played similar music back in the day. So, mm-hmm. indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, cool. What you got? Cool our uh, pick, still fucked up. So we need the the one more chance remix back to your fucking fantastic audio of your mind dog. Okay. You can do one chance, one more chance remix by Biggie as cool's last song. And I can tell you why. I can. I'll explain that for you. Cool. since so you still get your audio for like that. <clears throat> While he's looking for it, I'll tell you. We was at a point where a couple of our friends had gotten super rich, and then we went out. It was champagne popping all the time. We was with our big brothers and shit. So uh, we remember meeting Biggie and Puff Daddy at the club, and uh, I think he there was popping bottles and spilled some champagne on one of us, and Puff Daddy was like beggingly apologetic because they thought we were gonna kick their ass. This is before they had like security. They wasn't on at that point. They were still coming up. But this is when this shit was like first coming out, first getting some traction. But I remember like this biggie shit when we met them niggas like back when it wasn't shit. And
3: uh, we would be cool as at the party together. That's when we met them fools. So I get you, I got your story right there, cool. <laughs> there it is. What? I
1: We got to hear a little bit in that first verse just a little bit well, hold on hold on wait see.
3: The Uh
2: The honey. First things first, I pop freaks all the Uh honey. Dummies, Playboy bunnies. Bunnies, wanting bunnies, money wanting money, those are the ones I like, cause they don't get
4: nation but penetration. A smells like sanitation. I turn like door
0: knobs, heart throb numbers. I However, I'm gonna take Coogee down to my sock. Rings and watch. Am I damn not being in Mitsubishi? All
1: right, all right, all right, all
0: right. we can run this all
1: night. Man, this hey. is excellent all right so this this shit was really awesome. hard i've i had two songs already uh that, that are overlapping my five so i switched some shit around dope fiend beat yes that that shit man that changed everything for me man that that was one of them um and then also uh one that 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 changed everything for me uh, uh that was um the message that uh, that wasn't that wasn't my introduction to hip hop, but that's probably when I fell in love with hip hop. That, mm-hmm. That's when yeah. I heard that my my, my neighbor Sean Galat came over and he had it on a Sony Walkman. You gotta like, you gotta hear this. So, so so those are just honorable mentions for me because because somebody already already got them. So this is when hip hop for me, uh, <laughs> hip hop for me. Um, really what got embedded into my soul or you know in a, in a whole other way and this is uh eric b and rakim's uh yeah. oh wait shit, i got the wrong one up here they're not paid in full oh you could get ems any of those but uh but i'll play i'll play paid in full just because
0: which one you want oh, here which one you
1: want uh no you know you got soul here it is can y'all hear this yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. It's been a long
7: time.
1: The yeah. yeah. first time I heard this, I think I, I might have been at a Holy Names dance, and nigga I had on a Rayon shirt, and I danced so goddamn hard, I sweated my whole. Shirt. I, I had I had a high top, I had some patent leather shoes. Nigga. I don't know if that was everywhere, but but that was the shit in Oakland. At least I did. I thought it was. So so that so that's that's one um the next one um is I, i've always been a fan of bands you know what i mean and this was a band from oakland that it was one of the first bands that like i could relate to and like that was like oh shit they like i this yes this is what i'm trying to say and it was a tony 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 lay your head oh. lay your head on my pillow Oh, <laughs> Plus I play guitar and so uh Jubu, uh the, the guitar player on this is just it just killed this shit though. Man,
0: this is some pepper
2: right here, some gang right here. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: There's some pepper right here. Look at that
1: roll. This shit Relax, And it's all about this end. Wait, hold on. Need it. So this uh, this next song is when I first met my my not first met my current wife and I won't even get into all the, the messy background of it. But but when we first kind of started dealing this song right here by an artist called Van Hunt, um, it's kind of a kind of a song even that, that we kind of bonded bonded on. And uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Van Hunt. He's currently dating fucking Halle high, Berry. Yeah. Mind, mind blowing. But uh, but used to live in Atlanta. And uh, here it is right here. Yeah. It gets better. It gets better. I, I'm a guitar guy, so. Bro, your your audio is so good. It doesn't like, matter.
0: it shit is excellent
1: but yeah take take a minute and listen to this, this whole record man his, his first debut record yeah, I, got yeah. I got it yeah i'm looking forward to the fucking spotify playlist i can't wait yeah. to get this shit yeah so <laughs> I love it when we make mistakes I love it when we make mistakes Just gotta hear these first two lines And we off this one Cause once again He gives me a reason To complain Well you, you gotta hear the whole song But amazing amazing song Just amazing album Semi obscure uh, uh, artist But but really super He's not obscure He he He's had some big records But you know, uh-huh.
4: I, you know, Dane, he's you know, I he, he is a great artist. And um it kind of like I, I listen to him, you know, I download have you heard Stokely's uh, latest album?
1: Yes, yes.
4: Oh my god. Yeah. Stokely from Mint Condition, fellas.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say y'all back on some Oakley shit. <laughs> no, 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 oh, that's the latest thing about mint condition. Remember mint condition?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're nice. yeah, yeah, Yeah,
7: yeah, that's a bad Oakley. boy. The guy that
4: uh, sung all yeah, the yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, now I'm I'm getting latest out, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. I live to give you shit, man. Come on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, so my next song it it is, it's so hard, man. Uh, but the whole "What's Going On" album, um, from Marvin Gaye, yeah. Kind of oh, have to, yeah. if oh, yeah. if you listen if you. Drink one or smoke one or whatever your thing is, and you listen to that album front to back. It, it's like it's like a it's like a story, and it's incredible. But this song right here, um, it, it 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 runs right out of uh, uh um. I think it runs right out of what's going on, and it fade, all the songs are kind of kind of meshed together. But this song, what's happening, brother? Goddamn. But you think you think it's you think it's uh, what's going on, but then it flips on you. When will it be? But 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 the whole the whole story of what's going on is about a guy that went to the Vietnam War and, and, and all this and like so this is like when he first got home and he's like, Hey what's happening? I just got back, like what's up? Did did did, did our team win the pennant? You know, do you think and, and it's it's it, it it makes me think of my, my dad didn't didn't fight in the Vietnam War, but he had a partner named Roy that they came back from Vietnam up and it always made me think about him man and, and it's just it really it really it almost brings tears to, tears to my eyes because my my dad's potting to end up killing himself and, mm-hmm. and, and when i when i hear this song in this album in general it just makes me think of that of like he's damn near my uncle you know what i mean mm-hmm. so 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 that's number four and then here's my last one uh and this is on here because this was the first song that I co wrote that really got a a bag. You know what I mean? It it got placed in in Shark Tales. It got placed in like two or three other movies. And my first like check with some zero, 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 zeros on it came from this song. And it's, uh, and I co wrote on it. It's uh, Get It Together by India Ari. Oh, shit. You co wrote this motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Whoa. There's some good shit here oh so wait you can play
1: this like
0: we don't have to ask for the rights for this. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Yo shit. yeah breaking <laughs> your skin no one has the power to and and,
1: it's, and like it and it's a funny story so so um in in school uh, the band that i i play with um w- w- i won't say i we found india because she never was lost but she was a student at um at scad in savannah and she came up to atlanta and she was at one of my homeboy car Cari simmons uh 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 god sister's house and we stopped by there to pick something up from his god sister and his god sister was like was no she wasn't at his house he, she was at his neighbor's house and she was like uh there's this girl at my neighbor's house that... And she knew she knew we were musicians. There's this girl at my neighbor's house that... She just started writing these songs. And she plays guitar. And she's really good. You guys should probably go meet her. So we were like, okay. We went over there. And she started playing the guitar. And she was kind of, at the time, kind of whack on guitar. But then she opened her goddamn mouth. And we were like, holy shit. And, and, and just blown away. And what's crazy is the neighbor whose house she was at was anthony david i met anthony david in india oh damn at the same damn time over in the west end wow and and, um and so this song was when india got her deal um we we she came by the crib and we worked on a bunch of songs and it didn't make the first album and i was kind of bummed she didn't what was crazy and it hurt my feelings man I can say it now she put everybody's name in the liner notes for the first album. I mean, everybody, Chuck, man, she had Nick and Nick Nick and Angie and everybody and my ass wasn't in there. They it hurt my goddamn feelings. And, and, right. and then, and then when the second album came out, the shit was on the second album. And, uh, and it just so happens that, 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 that song, you know, I, I still get checks off this one and not so much from the playing of the song, but from the from the, from the movie royalties. Master P almost signed her. I mean, he was flying in. Master P was flying in every fucking weekend. Him and his attorney, and just come sitting with with us at at uh at, at the rehearsal spot and shit. He really wanted to sign her, and she. she, she and I'm glad she didn't because I, I i don't so wait. Can you imagine
0: India Reed with them, the album covers
1: with the jewels and shit on right. it? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was just he, oh, no he, limit. And she was treating them like I mean, like I mean, she was respectful, but she was kind of like, I don't know, I don't fuck with y'all. Like, no, you're very nice, but no, nigga, no, 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 you know. We're not doing that, nigga, no. Yeah, yeah, but um, fun that fu- funny, funny, story. But yeah, that that's my top five, man. That there, I had a bunch of others, man. Um, man. No, nah, dog. Honestly, straight up, you come back, dog.
0: We are gonna definitely have to do a fucking part two. We yeah, to do a part two. We, yeah. We, this yeah, shit is yeah. fucking amazing. I don't you do one thing so you get a good audio? Can you just do, can you drop Jay, uh, our our Warren's brother, um, uh, PJ, Morton. P, PJ Morton, If You Love Me. Is that the name of the song? Just Say So. Just Say So. Just the rest of this shit. In love alone. We can't play too much. I just want you to get that snippet out there. If you're not up on PJ Morton, get up on PJ Morton and get that into your fucking, uh, your all killing playlist. All right. So
1: now I was going to say, and go back and check out. So PJ made an album when he was, I believe, still a student at Morehouse, right? 2002 called Free Versation, and, and it, he was part of a, a, a group called Style Nation. Check that. Check that shit out, cause cause PJ been cold for a minute. And interestingly enough, the way I met PJ is through India. Damn. Yeah. I That's didn't even know where I stood. Yeah. This one, fucking-
4: man. I'm. 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 Oh man, this 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 was amazing, fellas. This one was. just taking us all the way back to memory lane. Man, man this shit is. This
0: is fucking excellent. Where's Chrome, man? You might have. A there light, you man. Go. All right. So, you know, a lot of my musical history comes from that is coming up from my pops. And so uh, the things that I, I recall greatly uh, was just listening on Sunday morning. That dude would take me out driving around different parts, getting breakfast, whatever. And we'd just be driving. He'd be playing different different joints. Um, and the first thing he would do, play a little of this. See if y'all hear it. Oh, ZZ, ZZ Hill, Hill, baby, down on the blues. about that, man? ZZ Hill, baby, man, come on now. Down blues, baby. That's ZZ Hill. Yeah.
3: The jumping,
0: and
3: that
0: was my God. joint right there, man. And uh, do you mind if I get comfortable? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait.
3: These shoes,
0: not these shoes. These shoes, absolutely. Yeah, that was That was just something that I just remember Every Sunday morning, man He would be playing that, whether it be in the car Or what have you And then the next thing uh, This was my, you know, you don't realize How wide your parents are until later in life And uh, He got me on this Rick James Oh, And uh, I hope I'm not coming out Here we go Which one
3: is
0: this? Oh, man. Any Rick James you can roll with, bro. You do know the first concert oh. I went to in life was Rick James with Princess. his headline, right? On my eighth birthday. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's real wild.
7: Thank <laughs> <it. Yes. laughs>
0: This is my dad's joint right here. Boy. Uh, police some, man. This is a policeman or something. This policeman something? Yeah. Yeah, shit. Okay, okay, okay. No, that's, that's called Below the Funk. Below the this, Funk. Yeah. Of course, I'm from DC. So uh, the first thing, one of the DC, uh, you probably haven't, you, you probably heard of all the, the doing the button, all that shit. That's the commercialized go go. But, uh yeah. This is one of the first joints that I got into, and uh, it's a song by Trouble Funk called Don't Touch That Stereo. Hey, hey. This is Don't touch that stereo. Hey.
4: Kwesi can appreciate this joint right here. Don't
3: touch that stereo. Don't
1: touch that stereo. God, right, dog, I hope y'all
7: can hear it. Yeah.
3: Look at Quasim. I don't know.
7: Quasim, remember that joint? Prince
0: joint. That was my Mm. my first joint controversy. Mm. And then uh, that was probably the first album that I had the Prince first Prince album I actually uh, purchased on my own. And then. Y'all gonna kill me for this one, man. But this is how diverse my my music was back in the day. Uh, and you know we amongst brothers, so don't don't say nothing. All right, y'all <laughs> gotta promise this is this is amongst us.
2: <laughs> well, need some
0: shit. What you got, man? My joint. Oh
2: yeah. Y'all don't know. Oh,
6: yeah, Coach the Club. This is a joint right here. Yeah.
0: I, I still I still what bump this right that, here. What's What you talking about? Coach the Club, man. What you talking about? I ain't
7: gonna lie. I was a Coach the Club uh-huh. fan. <laughs> <And> I, was, <laughs> I I, I not you even lie, man? Bad. I was a Coach the Club fan. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yeah, Common yeah, Camille yeah. and I'll and I tumble
0: for you.
3: Yeah.
7: I'll uh, tumble yeah, for you. Yeah. was
0: another one, man. But I'll finalize it with this, man. This is my uh, my wedding song. And, uh, you know, just like Carl B, same joint. This is probably one of the most, probably my favorite songs of all time.
3: I gave you my love
0: All-time favorite, man. I
3: tell you what I do
0: Funny because we, my wife and I, we got uh, we got a uh, uh, celebrated our seventeenth uh, anniversary last night, and we got a hotel down on the waterfront, and we played games, uh, and we had to guess what our favorite songs were and whatever. Of course, you know she guessed this joint on the on the on the first try. I was like, all right, <laughs> think I can stay with you for a little long. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's fine, yo. Dana, man, dude, this was fucking amazing, bro. Again, we appreciate your time. And, and like I said, we'll be calling on your
0: expertise again. But hey, like I said, we got to go within the books. Uh, check us out, man. I know y'all love this. So we're going to do this again. The house only4.com the house 94 podcast, Spotify. Go get the playlist. It's going to be on there because I know y'all love all the cuts we put on there. We got Apple Music, YouTube, the IG everywhere, Twitter. Go check us out. Facebook, all of it leave your feedback, like, subscribe, all of that. And now, we got merch. So, if you like the House 94 podcast, you see we got the T-shirts here. We, uh, we got them, so we just go to our IG page. Tell us what size, uh, and, you know, send us a DM with your address information. We'll get the, uh, with the order set up. We can get it straight out to you, ship, ship them direct. So, we got the merch now. We can do hoodies. We can do whatever color you like. But, like I said... can immortalize it in the logo i think it's pretty good so hey there you go Uh, so anyway on the next week we'll check y'all out peace